What's up, podcast? We're back. I'm back. Back to life. Yes, if you saw on Strava three weeks ago, I got COVID. And what I want to talk about is things I would recommend that you do if you get COVID and are making bad decisions like me and trying to ride a bike. To preface this, I am not a medical doctor. I am not giving you medical instructions. I'm going to share what I did. I'm going to share what I think was a mistake. I'm going to share what doctors around me told me to do. The reason I didn't post this on Strava or do a podcast is because I didn't want to listen to anyone but the doctors that were telling me what to do. So with that, COVID three weeks ago, got it, didn't know I had it, thought I had a sinus infection. And someone had said, man, it sounds like you got a sinus infection. I never had one of those. I am lucky that I rarely get sick. So I'm taking these sinus meds and I rode the first couple days because I thought it was from, <laughs> the. in retrospect, this sounds stupid, but I thought I was just super tired from the end of a block and I was doing two last rides before starting a rest week. And I did a ride uh, the one, so Saturday, Sunday, technically my COVID day two, the way the CDC does the cycles or the, I guess how you count it, you know, like the first full day is day one after you uh, have your first symptoms. So went for a four hour ride, felt super tired afterwards and was like, oh man, end of the block this is really kicking my butt. Went for a four-hour ride the last day of the block, and that's when I really started getting stuffy. But I was I was tired, but I wasn't, you know, like banged up, fatigued. And then the next morning I woke up with a sore throat, but I was in a hotel. I'm on a mega long <laughs> nomadic voyage. And in the hotel, the air conditioner was right next to the bed. I actually, before we went to sleep, I was like, man, I wish we could move this bed. This is, it's going to be so dry in here. So I wake up, I'm like, wow, my throat is dry. That feels just raw. Yeah, it was COVID. It wasn't the air conditioner, but I thought it was the air conditioner. So I use a bunch of throat lozenges, never got chills. And that went away about in probably like 36 hours. Um... I taken a rest day. I and I just really my biggest symptom was this massive blob of mucus behind my nose. You can still uh, tell I'm a little bit stuffy, and some people have said that has lingered for like a month with them. So I took it. The things I think I did well was eventually resting, getting off the bike not riding. You can read about a lot of different cocktails with vitamins of K, C, D, zinc, a lot of fluids. And I was like crushing fruit and I probably gained, I actually had a pretty big appetite, which others I know did not was not riding and just being trying to be lazy. Uh, It's not necessarily how I usually roll. (laughs) So 
as I'm laying around getting some blogs together, working on our NFT project and thinking a lot about life. I was crushing dates and bananas. I did get a jar of almond butter, uh, which was a mistake because I crushed that. And But I was just trying to have, like, have some joy in life because I just eventually, even when I wasn't riding, I was sleeping a lot. And my biggest mistake was that when I realized I had COVID, I did two one-hour rides because I was so stuffy that I thought maybe I could like blow it out. I always preach don't ride when you're sick. And lately, people have been trying to convince me and they, they did a good job. They're like, well, it's just in my nose. I'm going to go work this out. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Like, no, that's not what you do. Like sometimes on, when you're almost better, you're like 95% better. And you maybe go for a really light ride and you blow out that mother load last booger snot. Okay, I, I'm on board with that. But when people are feeling ill and like, no, it's just in my nose, just in my head. It's just like, I'm going to go ride. I promise you, those always linger. And when I got off the bike, I started getting better much faster. So the things that I did well, finally listening to what I always say, don't ride sick. And I didn't ride sick. And the mistake was trying to ride when I was not feeling 100%. Again, I'm not a doctor. This is just from experience. And I'm going to go back to the don't ride when you're sick, whether it's in your nose, especially if it's in your chest. But if you're tired, riding makes you more tired. You're, you're more fatigued. You're breaking down the immune system even more. You need to rest. So I would highly recommend you do that. And then my last note on this is I would come back easy. So I was doing rides that were half the duration of what I usually do. I usually do a four-hour ride all the time. And I was doing an hour and 40-minute rides just because that was kind of the loop that I had in North Carolina. I then did a three-hour ride. And then I did a three-hour ride again. And then before my rest day, I just did a two-hour endurance ride. And I did not start riding until I was full energy. Most of, uh, I won't lie and say that 100% of the mucus was totally gone. But the doctors that I was talking to were really more concerned about the energy level, were symptoms improving, and that I could talk. I mean, there was a massive difference when I started riding versus what I had initially. And with nationals being, and to preface it, amateur nationals are four weeks away. The health and well-being long-term is more important to me than this one race. But at the same time, I said, hey, what's the, you know, is there a point when I can start riding? And they were, you know, since there's no exact COVID protocol, they were very much listen to your body and don't ride and let things get worse. And each ride, it got better. And that's why I kept them to two hours. Maybe this is not the wisest thing. Maybe I should have kept resting. Um, The thing that I will find interesting is heart rate still about 10 beats higher 
I think that's from being so fresh. I mean, I think my TSB went up to like 70. And we'll see how that evens out. The reason I went easy was just to ease back into things. Today I did some over-unders that surprisingly went pretty well and did a just under four-hour ride. So it had been, let's see, three weeks since a four-hour ride. Two weeks. Yeah. So with that, um, I think also the interesting thing was really started thinking about a lot of things that I've been contemplating since turning 40 and what am I doing with racing and where am I trying to take it and do I want to train as much as I'm training and I still haven't come to the exact answer on that I started doing a thousand hour years because I really want to try and have a chance at winning amateur nationals I'm going to see how this year goes and I really think I'm going to get back into gravel and that would require me to do some longer training rides because really my longest rides now are about four, four and a half hours. And so I might chop off some of those rides and make them two to three hours during the week and then do one mega long ride on the weekend. And when I say mega long, like five and a half, six hours. But the fatigue from those is much more than four, four and a half hours. And we'll see. I'm going to, you know, you got to be nimble with the training. You got to always adapt and, and be willing to try new things. And we're going to see what happens. But, you know, to be honest, it's actually funny. I, I, I did the podcast after some of the hoopla at the last road race and then the crit. And I felt super negative and yeah, duh, I had COVID in my brain and was like pretty cranky and banged up. And winning in Nashville felt good, but not amazingly great. And I told Patrick, I said, hey man, you know, I think I almost would have rathered to get up early and go ride for three and a half hours and come back and have the whole day with everybody. And he would... He was like, yeah, that would have been incredible. And so that was another thing that made me cap. I crits just the duration, how much time they take up, even though you're only racing a short amount of time. It just doesn't fit in with what I want to do. And so like I tell everybody on the podcast, do the races you want to do. Do the ones that are fun. Don't feel like you got to do everything because you can't do everything. And, uh, you know, I've got some friends doing gravel stuff again or those who have continued to do it. And I might try and blaze a little trail there and be a good master's gravel racer. I don't know if I can be relevant in the big boy race, but I'm going to try and see where the chips fall. And I think on reflecting on things, you know, uh, if I'm totally honest, yeah, I think at some points it's easy to let part of your identity get a little bit propped up by your race results. And that's probably not the healthiest thing. I think we need to use the races to feel good and get micro wins and they need to support other aspects of our life. I mean, I think we can all agree if you're listening to this podcast, you probably train or race and you know how good it feels to crush a workout, crush an event, get on the podium. But that's not who we are at, you know, the core. No one at our funeral is going to care about our race results. 
So it was good. I think, you know, I had a sponsor that was saying, man, I'm really sorry you're going through this. I said, you know, there's actually going to be some positive that comes from this and maybe some new perspective. And think, I don't know. Things happen for a reason sometimes or they happen at a specific time. And you might have to look through some murkiness to see what that light is, but it's there. So with that, I'm excited to do an endurance ride tomorrow, a little bit shorter, go to the gym. Uh, I'll talk about the gym later. I've been all, I haven't been doing heavy lifting. And then I might go do the latte ride, a group ride here on Saturday. And the interesting thing was I, I tested negative for COVID then like two weeks after. Um, some people I know test positive for a long time afterwards, but you know, all the tests obviously aren't accurate, but nice to see the negative and feel better. And we'll see. I'm curious how the heart rate will be on the endurance ride. I'll put that in the Strava notes. Stay safe. Take it easy if you get COVID. Wait until you are better to actually ride and work out. Talk to medical professionals, not the Strava comments section. Not that I don't love the people on Strava, but I definitely was not going to be taking recommendations from people who don't know me. And... Use your head, you know. Cycling's important. I love it. Cycling's probably important to you. I'm sure you love it. But got to take care of the body and play the long game. Even if I had been injured for a much longer time before, came back, got stronger. This is just a little blip. So thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us by leaving us a five-star review. And no intro again. (laughs) See you guys.